1: Michelle Smallman and Dan McLaughlin. I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And we head to the Brown and croupin celebrity line. Tim Kirchin of ESPN, the premier historian for baseball in America right now, is with us to talk some Albert Pools. Tim, we always enjoy having you on the show. How are you doing? I'm well,
0: everyone. How are you guys?
1: We're, we're doing well. And obviously, as you would note, the topic of conversation here in St. Louis is Albert Pujols. And I want to start with this, Tim. Were you at all surprised yesterday when word came down?
0: Yes, I was. I did not think the Angels would do that. I understand why they would do it, but I still didn't think they would. Um, I thought he would be able to go out on his terms, finish this contract, but I understand they have another first baseman. They have a full-time DH when he's not pitching. So there just wasn't room for Albert. And he's far too proud of a guy to be a bench player, a part-time player. So they thought all sides would be best served if he was designated for assignment. And yet, as much sense as it made on a lot of levels, it was still a surprise to me. Tim, where do you think his next landing spot is? Um, Michelle, I'm not sure. I mean, the Cardinals make sense, but they have a first baseman and they don't have a DH, so therefore they don't make sense. Uh, The White Sox with Tony La Russa, uh, they have a DH, but they have a bunch of DHs on that team, and they have an everyday first baseman, Jose Abreu, who won the MVP last year, and Albert has, through through others, made it clear he'd like to play first base every day, and that's not going to happen with the White Sox, so Maybe another team will come forward. But at this moment, I'm not sure that team is going to surface anytime soon. So we'll have to see where this goes. And if he doesn't play again, he will be one of the greatest players we've ever seen. But it will be kind of sad that he will have to go out not on his own terms.
2: Where would you put him in in terms of all your baseball you've seen and understanding the history of the game? What would be your Mount Rushmore of hitters, and would he be on that?
0: Well, that's a really hard question. I think for me, he's the second or third greatest first baseman of all time, after Lou Gehrig, and then with Jimmy Fox, either second or third. It's about a toss-up there. Um, as for right-handed hitters, I, I think you could make a case. He's the top one of the top five right-handed hitters of all time. I would go. You know, this is totally subjective. I would go Rogers Hornsby, Jimmy Fox, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, Albert Pools. But there are about another 20 guys that would say, no, 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 I need to be in the top five there. But uh, Albert's first 10 years were just so remarkable, so incredible, that I'm just not sure you can overlook them in the career value.
1: Tim, after the 2011 season, after the Cardinals won the World Series, they offered Albert $210 million, and obviously he turned it down. In your opinion, did the Cardinals kind of dodge a bullet when he turned down that contract, the way things have played out?
0: Yes, because obviously he has not been the same player with the Angels as he was with the Cardinals. Again, it's almost impossible to be the same player with the Cardinals. That's how great he was. And he did hit 222 home runs as, as an Angel. That's how many Don Mattingly, great, great player, hit in his career with the Yankees so he wasn't totally unproductive but he was clearly hurt he clearly had to pay in pl- play in pain He couldn't play first base every day and that you know decreased his value as it does with many players who get to be the age of Albert Poole so yes the Cardinals uh, probably in the end won on that one if it's possible to say they got rid of one or they, one of the greatest players of all time left the team, and long-term, they were probably better off for that. Tim, part of that deal with Albert and the Angels was the personal services contract. Do you think the news yesterday impacts that at all? Um, I don't think so. I, I think the way the contract is structured, when Albert retires, then the 10-year, $10 million uh, contract kicks in, And whenever retirement comes, so as far as I can tell, and I checked, I don't think they left on terrible terms. Um, The the angel sat him down and said, look, this is where we are. This is what we need to do. And we want you as a part of the organization in another capacity for the, you know, the lifetime contract situation, the personal services contract. So it's a very interesting spot, but I don't think it will change. He's going to get that money. And he should because it's part of the contract.
2: He's made it uh, very public. He wants to get to 700. That doesn't happen, though, if he is a bench player. Do you think St. Louis would be the only place that he would say, you know what, I'll forgo the idea of being an everyday DH or everyday player but because I have a chance to come back to St. Louis and come off the bench and get a spot start here or there or be the DH in American League cities?
0: Uh I, I don't think so. I think he wants more than that. And again, he's such a proud player that playing twice a week or something just isn't going to be enough for him. And he wants to produce. He doesn't want to just be a feel-good story coming back to St. Louis. Would I do it if I were him? Sure, if they offered me a deal. But I'm not Albert Poole's. I don't have 600 homers and 3,000 hits and two World Series mm-hmm. championships. By the way, no one else that he's the only one in history with 603,002 championship rings,
1: Tim. Another guy who is a one of one is Willie Mays. And you put a great piece up yesterday at ESPN.com on Willie's 90th birthday. The only player in history with a 50 homer season and a 20 triple season. Is there anybody in baseball of all these great young players, Acuna, Soto? Uh, Buxton, is there a guy capable of having a 50 home run season and a 20 triple season?
0: Well, we don't hit triples anymore. The Yankees still don't have one. And here we are on May the 7th. Um, so yes, Acuna Jr. is capable, but with all due respect to our young players, I'm not sure there's 20 triples in any of them. Not because they're, you know, not fast enough to do it, but they're so strong when they hit it near the fence usually goes over the fence, and some of them really like to stand at home plate and admire what they've done, and that's going to cost them a couple triples per year. So I'm going to say Willie Mays uh, will be the last guy in my lifetime to have a 50-homer season and a 20-triple season. Tim, Nolan Arenado facing his former team in the Rockies this weekend. We've been talking today about how difficult it is to win in Colorado for so many reasons. If it was up to you, if you were put in charge there, what's one thing you would do that you think would provide the Rockies with some success? Well, they're in big trouble right now without Arenado and with some of the issues they have within the organization. I think they made the right step. Jeff Breidich, the general manager, stepped down. Now what they need to do is they need to embrace analytics a little bit more. It's a hard thing for me at 64 to say, but it's something that all the teams are doing and it needs to be done better in Colorado. And whoever runs the team out, Bill Schmidt will run the team for the moment. You've got to listen to your people. And that's where you start with. And then, of course, they have to, they have to upgrade their pitching. They have to keep Trevor Story long-term, which is going to be extremely difficult to do because – the thought, and it's a very legitimate thought, of losing Arenado one year and story the next, that's what's going to happen at this point. So I would put all my money into keeping my great shortstop in town.
2: What do you thought of the, uh, the Cardinals start so far? What do you think of this team?
0: Uh they're they're pretty good i picked them to win the division i still think they're going to win the division um it's been a little erratic but they've had some injuries they've had some people who haven't produced as well as i thought they would but i'm going to give them way longer than a month and a month and five weeks to figure this out um i think they're going to hit better than they did last year i think when they get that rotation healthy I think it's going to be better, and I think they're going to win the division at the end, but not because they're a great team. I'm just not sold, certainly on the Reds or the Cubs. The Brewers have great starting pitching at the moment, but I still think the Cardinals will be the best team in the division at the end of the year.
1: Tim Kirkton, as we let you go, a two-parter. Does Albert Pujols go into the Hall of Fame with an STL on his cap? And what's your, if this is it, if he doesn't play anymore, what's your lasting memory, the one that stands out for you of Albert?
0: He has to go in with an STL on his hat. They won two championships there, and he was basically the best hitter in baseball, along with Barry Bond there for an 11-year stretch. So there's no doubt about that. And, of course, I was at Minute Maid Park when he hit the home run off of Brad Lich. I have never in my life been in a ballpark that was that loud and then have it go that quiet that quickly. It was an, a remarkable night and a remarkable swing and the the kicker to the whole thing is when when the the, uh, astros got on the team plane to fly back to st louis where they won game six brad austin's their catcher got on the radio uh, inside the plane like he was a stewardess or something and said uh Everyone, if you look out the right side of the plane, you'll see Albert Pools' home run. It is still orbiting the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's how far he hit it, and yet the Cardinals came back, and I mean the uh, Astros came back, and the Cardinals just shut them down. So it was. Uh, that's what I'll always remember.
1: It was amazing. Tim Kirkjian, happy Bartolo Colon home run day, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, see you. See you later.
0: When did life start getting so complicated? Buying a home, complicated. Home finances, certainly not a walk in the park. Raising kids, yeah, it's a lot. Then there's insurance. What if my policy doesn't cover this? Or what if I make a claim in the middle of the night? Good news, State Farm is there for your what ifs. So even if life gets tricky, insurance doesn't have to be. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for your quote today.
2: Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.